This is Not Your Average Financial Podcast, Episode 189, Bank on Yourself and MMA, How to Bullyproof Your Money. Traditional financial planning is no longer working. And in the new normal economy, your host, certified financial planner Mark Willis, invites you to join us as we engage the new and improved steps for establishing financial sanity. Be curious, be stable, be sane. This is Not Your Average Financial Podcast, helping you think different about your money, your economy, and your future. Welcome, everybody, to this week's exciting episode. Now, I learned the other day that over three and a half million Americans participate in martial arts. That means, for those keeping track, that about 1% of all of America are actually ninjas in disguise, which is super cool. Now, for the ninjas listening, and for any of those who've ever taken up another hobby, whether it's mixed martial arts, uh, or a musical instrument, or dance, or some sport, I have just a simple question for you. Do you remember your first class? Perhaps you weren't sure what to expect, or maybe you felt even a little lost. The good news is you held on. You made it past the toughest part, which is the beginning, just getting started. It does not matter whether you're thinking about picking up a hobby like martial arts or whether you've been training for a while, no matter which part of your journey you're at, there are some important things that I think you and I and all of us should keep in mind. And since this is a financial podcast, we're going to be looking at this through the lens of your finances. So guys, here's how you can bullyproof your money. This episode is going to be fast paced. It's going to be hard hitting. So let's get into it. Here are eight ninja stances to remember when training in the MMA, the mixed martial arts of your bank on yourself journey. And thank you to Tyler Reed, my ninja nephew, for helping me out with some of these metaphors. It is his dojo, guys, and I am just living in it. So let's jump in. Okay, so be ready to learn at all times. That is the first stance, the first ninja stance to remember. Be ready to learn at all times. Every martial artist should work on improving by just 1% every day, every day you practice. In order to make good progress, it's absolutely necessary to keep an open mind and stay attentive in the dojo. By doing so, you'll be able to absorb the important information that your instructor is sharing with you. Apart from that, it's helpful to regularly attend classes and do your drills. When you do so, you're picking up more things at a faster rate. I believe that a positive learning attitude would take you very far in your martial arts journey. So it's always important to be ready to learn when that technique is so complex and it takes you forever to grasp it. Just remember, as long as you don't give up, you will eventually get it. And similarly, uh, when you're in the financial dojo, you can improve your financial life at just 1% every day or every month or even every year. Maybe that is just, you know, increasing your savings rate every quarter by just 1%. That might sound like small potatoes, but I tell you guys over time, that's going to have a big impact over your financial life. Maybe it's playing uh, the cash flow game. You know, maybe it's really, truly buying a real estate deal this year and getting a little cash flow. The key is to have a positive and learning attitude. Be ready to absorb information from the true financial senseis out there and your instructors. Next, 
Second ninja stance is to replace your bad habits with good ones. Now, at the beginning of your martial arts journey, you might have a poor stance. You might kick with the wrong technique. You might keep forgetting to guard your face. Youch. These are just some of the many bad habits that you know could take you out at the start, whether you intended to or not. However, once you recognize these bad habits, you should make it a point to get right and start doing it correctly in the future. Some other poor habits worth breaking might include staying up late at night or mindless snacking, binge drinking, you know, habits happen in and out of the dojo, but you got to think of your body as a weapon. I'm pretty sure that you'd want to have it function well so that it's maximizing your performance while you're in the gym. So make sure you treat your body well, treat it with respect and care in the same way some people think that the rich have it all figured out and that they're holding their thumbs down on the rest of us. Now, guys, in one way, yes, that is true. The rich do have it all figured out, or at least they are figuring it out as, as they're always willing to learn. Uh, see, for reference, the first stance I mentioned earlier of always being ready to learn. The rich have got that figured out. However, they are not trying to keep you down. It's not some grand rich person conspiracy out there. They've just learned how to master the fundamentals of the financial game. They are not blowing their cash flow on things that go down in value, but rather they're buying assets that produce even more cash flow. They've had the same bad habits we've all had when we started our financial journey, but the difference is that they recognize their bad habits and found it within themselves and with the help of a few financial senseis to help them overcome those bad habits and install them new better ones in their place. Next, belts matter and they don't. That is the third ninja stance, that ninja belts matter and they do not. Uh, what I mean by this is in martial arts, there's a number of colorful belts which you know signify and represent the amount of effort and work that you've put into your training. In my opinion, these belt ranks are both a good thing and a bad thing. You know, in traditional karate days, practitioners would wear white belts and would never wash them, which means that the more that they practice, the, the belt would continually change colors. Now, on the plus side, the belts are a great motivator. They're a visual achievement of the rewards you've, uh, you've reached. Even though your belt doesn't necessarily represent your time or energy or passion, uh, it should not be the focus of your training. However, it's still a good motivator. It's a good psychological tool. It also helps instructors keep up with students in the class as they are helping them progress. However, there is a dark side to these belts and the belt system, uh, which is that a lot of people will join karate class and just chase the belts, climb the ladder of colors, so to speak, rather than worrying about the quality of the training and their mindset. Uh, so guys, just remember that the belt is nothing more than a piece of fabric holding up your pants. Just like the wall of trophies, uh, there's nothing more in a trophy than plastic and metal. Your degrees that you got in school are nothing more than paper behind glass. What really counts is your personal transformation along the way. Similarly speaking, it's not so much the dollar sign after your name. I've seen a lot of people who have large net worths and are blowing it. They are, they are not keeping up with their standard of living. They're living beyond their means. I've met people who have earned six and seven figures of income, eight figures of income every year, and yet they're going backwards in their financial journey. 
Similarly, I've met people just scraping by, but they are always living within their means and making strides to become a better version of themselves and to get themselves in a better place financially tomorrow than they are today. This is where the belts of our finances do not matter. What matters is your mindset and the persistent resilience of getting better all the time. So I like to think about some of the strategies that I discussed on this podcast and with our clients over the years with the eye of the karate belt. And actually, we'll be doing a deep dive next week on the ninja belts and strategies our revolutionary clients are using to defend themselves in the financial world and not just defend, but conquer some of their financial goals. So guys, stay tuned on the ninja belts of Bank on Yourself for next week. The next ninja stance is never focus on negative things, but rather celebrate your progress. While it is easy to get disheartened if you're not progressing as quickly as you want, it's important to stay and think positive. This is because you cannot expect overnight results when it comes to martial arts. Instead of focusing on your desired outcome, you got to celebrate your progress. Maybe it's nailing a technique, or maybe it's choosing to eat something healthy after your workout. Remember, it's the little victories that ultimately add up and lead to great things. You know, Dan Sullivan, the author and coach Dan Sullivan has a saying. He says, do not focus on the gap, but rather focus on the gain. I love this because it gets me focused on positive growth rather than what I still lack. And what you focus on, you tend to make more of. Let me say that again. If you're multitasking, now's your chance. Come back. What you focus on, you tend to make more of. So if you focus on what's missing, you're going to have a life full of lack. You'll be obsessed over what's not yet right. But if you focus on the gain, what you've improved upon, you will constantly be impressed. Now, I'll be honest. I didn't do this very well for a very long time. For years, I focused on all that was not done. I was obsessed over it. It was oppressive to me. But over the last year or so, I've picked up a new habit, which has changed my entire outlook. And now each week on Sunday morning, I try to write down three to five major accomplishments from the last week. It's one of my favorite activities now that I do each and every week. And because it gives me this encouragement, it reminds me that things are happening and moving in the right direction, be they ever so small. The gain is still significant. Remember back to number one. Even a 1% improvement over time in your life can be tremendous. The next ninja stance is to do it just for self-defense. You know, build resilience in the face of adversity. Now, for many martial art styles, the point of the fight is self-defense. You know, the phrase I hear thrown around a lot is that you don't start the fight, but you finish it. So karate-do is a phrase called the way of the empty hand, the way of the empty hand. And it's a style of karate that does not include or need any weapons. In fact, your body is the weapon. You are your own weapon. Now, you may be looking into bank on yourself because you're wanting to bullyproof your money. Maybe you're sick and tired of Wall Street beating up on you. Now, do you think you can use the enemy's weapon to protect you? No, of course not. It does not work that way. When you use the enemy's own weapon against your enemy, the enemy has the advantage. That's like using the snake's poison against itself. It won't work. Guys, it, the snake has the antidote in its blood and it won't be harmed. 
Instead, you have to use your own weapon to protect yourself against the enemy. You cannot use Wall Street to protect you from Wall Street. What you need to do is bank on yourself and don't bank on the weapons of Wall Street. In order to bullyproof your money, you have to take a resilient stance in the face of adversity. The next ninja stance, stop thinking and start doing. Unfortunately, most of us tend to overthink. And at the beginning of our martial arts training, we end up doubting ourselves or worse, we give up. The thing about martial arts is the more you practice, the better you'll get. So don't get too upset or disheartened if you don't get it right the first time. Also, instead of just thinking about the technique, figure it out by doing it. If you have any doubts, don't hesitate to get help from your instructors or senseis. They'd be more than happy to guide you. Now, this has major ramifications for your financial life, too. It can be overwhelming just to decide how to tackle your opponent in financial insolvency. You know, what move should you make? What's the right investment? Will you do it all just right? If you are asking these questions right now, stop. Here's my permission slip. Please go lose some money. I found that the people who lost a little money on an investment that they could afford to lose end up going on to learn tremendously from that investment. And they make more over time than the people who were waiting and waiting and waiting for the perfect pitch or prospectus living in fear that they might lose a penny or two. Are you waiting to start a big bank on yourself policy? Guys, maybe it's better just to start a small one that you can afford today. If you don't think you can afford one at all, you might be surprised. I mean, we've counted as at, at least 21 different ways clients could you know, come up with a policy, even if they thought they couldn't fund one. It's the, it's the people with a few bruises who improve their skills in the dojo. It's not the people mentally planning in the locker room, waiting for their next move, uh, but it's the people who out, get out there on the map and make it happen. So guys, just do it. What is your first move? And maybe it's to schedule an appointment with us. Uh, we'll handle the rest. Click on nyafinancialpodcast.com. Find the button on the right side of the page. It says request a meeting. So do it now before we move on to the next part of this episode. I'll wait right here patiently. All right. Okay, you back? All right, good. Okay. On to the next ninja stance. The next ninja stance is to remember to stretch. Always remember to stretch. Stretching might not seem like a big deal when you get started, especially when you're excited to start punching and kicking things. However, guys, you're going to eventually realize that it's one of the most important things to do both before and after your training because it warms up your muscles and it prepares your body for an intense workout. It also helps reduce the muscle ache you feel the next day. So what's more, it prevents you from getting injuries and increases your flexibility. So it makes you a better fighter. Uh, so make it a point to stretch before and after your training. Just like when you're in the dojo, it's important to stretch your financial dojo too. Now, when I have financial consultations one-on-one -on -one with clients over Zoom or over the phone, one of the questions I ask is, hey, you know, what's, what's, what can you set aside out of your monthly or yearly cash flow for savings? And, you know, I ask that question, what can you set aside out of your monthly or yearly cash flow for savings? I ask that question early on in the conversation because I want to know if folks are living within their means or beyond their means. And, you know, quite often there's an awkward pause after that question. 
but it is a crucial question. So I clarify that I don't want that number, whatever they're going to tell me, to be so easy that they're kicking themselves 10 years from now for not saving more. I mean, they're the only ones that'll care 10 years from now if they don't have enough for retirement. And at the same time, I don't want that number to be so large uh, that their commitment to that amount is a burden for them. So in fact, we look for a sweet spot, a stretch point, a challenge. I want you to have a stretch goal for your savings. How can you stretch and challenge yourself to save more than you comfortably feel you can at this moment? Your savings should cause you to break a sweat, but it should not be overwhelming. And stretching happens consistently before and after each workout. And similarly, savings happens each month or each year as you put more money into the bank on yourself type whole life policy. It's that forced savings stretch goal that really makes a difference. Now, sure, we might have a windfall here and there, but the occasional bonus from work or the sale of a piece of real estate is fine and dandy. But I found that the ongoing consistent dollars that build your real wealth is what truly surprises us as we open up our annual policy statements. Finally, one final ninja stance and a takeaway. The final ninja stance is just stepping into the dojo is what truly counts. So remember, stepping into the dojo or the training hall can be a massive accomplishment for many people. And I want to quickly congratulate anybody who schedules a 15-minute phone call with us. I know it's a big step for a lot of people who are just getting started on their financial journey. I don't want to diminish that. The basic moves, the focus points where you can begin to practice will have a big payoff over the years to come. So I'd like to bow. I'd like to acknowledge you, our partner, and brand new karate student. Okay, so by the way, now might be a good reminder for you to finally take that first step. Whether you've heard a dozen of our episodes or if this is your very first one, if you'd like to finally implement some of these strategies into your financial life and you'd like to see improvements in your skill level as a bank on yourself ninja, we'd be honored to chat. You know, we're a financial firm and we do set aside time each and every week for brand new conversations with folks. Our revolutionary audience from our podcast are reaching out every single week. Our YouTube channel now is also a place where you can reach out and speak to us for 15 minutes. So maybe we learn if this strategy would be a good fit and answer your questions that you might have. There's no cost. I don't obligate you to anything. We have a quick 15 minute call to see if we can answer your questions and see if we'd be a good fit. And I'd be honored to meet with you and wish you the very best regardless. So simply go to our website, which is nyafinancialpodcast.com and click on request a meeting. Finally, guys, want to thank you uh, for rolling through that ninja metaphor with me. We've got another week of exciting content coming up. A little sneak peek into the ninja belts of Bank on Yourself. I'm looking forward to sharing that with you. As we wrap up today, I want you to be sure you've joined our mailing list. Uh, we give out episodes delivered right to your inbox every single week so that you don't miss the amazing free content we're giving out each week. Not only do we share our weekly episode content, but we give you exclusive access to our live calls, office hours, and Q&A with me and our esteemed guests. You can go to nyafinancialpodcast.com slash subscribe to get all the details. And thank you for joining me for another week's episode of Not Your Average Financial Podcast, helping you think and live differently with your money, your economy, and your future.
This has been another episode of the Not Your Average Financial Podcast. To join the financial revolution and start thinking different about money, go to www.nyafinancialpodcast.com and click Request a Meeting. The topics presented in this podcast are for general information only and not for the purposes of providing legal, accounting, or investment advice. On such matters, please consult a professional who knows your specific situation.